This conversation originally aired on Koinonia, which can be heard Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 in Phoenix or online at faithtalk1360.com. This is Koinonia, Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ, and I am still Tom Brown. Katie McPherson from the Gurian Institute is a former K-12 administrator. She's been an educator for 20 years, serving as a secondary school teacher, middle school guidance counselor, and a K-12 dean of students and assistant principal. She's the founder of SHE, S-H-E, Sharing Healthy Experiences, serving teens and their families and co-founder of the Bullying Prevention Program, Be The One. She's the mother of four girls, and she's also the co-author of a book for parents that has been receiving a lot of attention uh, locally and nationally titled uh, WTF, Why Teens Fail, What to Fix. And uh, we're talking about several things today, but the 2017 Fall Institute is coming to the Valley September 9th and 10th at Sequoia Elementary School in Scottsdale. Uh, Dr. Michael Gurian uh, and Rosalind, did I say that right? Rosalind Wiseman are the keynote speakers. Now, Dr. Gurian has been on the program. You may remember when he was here. And uh, it was a good conversation for me because, you know, getting a little bit of affirmation, I didn't have the most awesome uh, school, you know, experience as a kid. And then being a boy on top of that, uh, it was nice to, to know that, hey, I wasn't necessarily the only one. Uh, it, it's kind of the normal for boys to be different than girls and some boys to be different from other boys and things of that nature. Not all cookie cutter. So welcome to Koinonia. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Uh, one of the things that uh, kind of jumps out at me all the time Social media, and I know we could go on. We could do the, uh, we could do several segments just on uh, the impact of social media in today's culture, and especially with young people. But uh, we're talking about having parents get some help in understanding uh, their teens. Uh, where do we start with that? Even well, you definitely have to start with teen brain and the neuroscience behind everything that's going on. As boys and girls go through their development, their brains are going to develop at different rates based on their experiences, family life, environment, etc. But typically, underdeveloped brains are going to make some goofy decisions based on not having a prefrontal cortex that's yeah. completely developed. So we see females, half development of the prefrontal cortex is usually around age 11. And for boys, it's age 15, hmm. which directly aligns with what we see not only in person, but online as far as decision making. And it's just amazing that uh, we live in a culture that is trying to make everything neutral as if we're all exactly the same. And it's just the science doesn't bear that out. Yeah, I, we have 7 billion brains on the earth and a spectrum from here to there, right? And everything in between. So when we do trainings and we talk to parents, educators, administrators, and community agencies, we point out we're, we're making a generalization and certainly every child is wired differently based on experience and family life. But by and large, from a school data standpoint, we see that referrals and things that are going on within the classroom are typically heavily boy referred to the front mm -hmm. office 
office starting as early as age three. Um, boys are referred to the front office five to one over girls. Yeah, when I read that you were an administrator and you know principal, if we were to use the uh, an older term, my palms got a little sweaty. <laughs> just from you know, and that's forty years ago. So right. it's it's that kind of response. Also, uh, we have uh, a huge problem with uh, with young boys and even girls taking their own life at a rate that's just alarming. We do in my local community, and I live in the Southeast Valley. We've had unfortunately six students in the last twenty days take their life. Mm. and die by suicide. And so the concern is really looking at the markers that lead to a decision like that and starting very early in third, fourth grade, being proactive about mental health awareness, resources, referrals, interventions, and really educating both in tandem approaches to parents, law enforcement, and schools as to how we can all work together. And starting, the, the one common thing that regardless of what topic it is that I am uh, speaking with an expert on regarding teens, whether it be sex education or, you know, self-esteem or communication, whatever it is, the age is so much younger now that those conversations need to happen than, you know, certainly not when I was a youngster, but now there is just so much pressure on parents you probably need to have that conversation a lot earlier than you have fixed in your brain. Absolutely. In the prevention world, there's something called the rule of five and start making those conversations happen five years before they will be exposed Hmm. to drugs, alcohol, porn, sex, anything that you're worried about at a developmentally appropriate level. So the fourth grade conversation is going to look different than an eighth grade conversation. But having those open and honest conversations early because we've given them a medium and access to the World Wide Web with no training. We've literally set them up for failure. And then we're surprised when an underdeveloped brain makes a really goofy decision or threatening situation online. Yeah, and it seems like uh, you get some undeveloped brains collaborating together, they just get dumber and dumber. (laughs) Yes. Strength in numbers, right? Strength in numbers. And so certainly the peer group, number one, a a kid between the age of nine and 18, their number one goal is to stay current and relevant in their social group. That's going to trump good parenting and good teaching anytime. And so what we see is puberty starting younger and younger due to some of the neurotoxins in our food. So bodies are growing, but the brain is truly still developing. So a 15-year-old boy is 6'1 and looks like he knows what he should be doing, but the brain has not caught up. He's only halfway there. Yeah. Uh, Let's back up a little bit. Katie McPherson from the Gurian Institute is my guest. But uh, Dr. Michael Gurian has been on. Let's... uh, People that are listening, they know, yeah, I've got kids. This is important stuff I need to be paying attention to. But who is Michael? What's What brought him to the table here? <laughs> He's actually the father of two daughters, but he is a, a mental health therapist and researcher, author. He's written 30 books on the subject of 
boys and girls and how they learn differently. Um, although he's the father of two girls and has written books on that subject, his latest book is Saving Our Sons. And it's a really a call to action to school personnel, communities, law enforcement, government to put funding behind resources for boys. If you Google resources for girls and women, there are thousands and thousands of things really? that come up. Mm. When you Google boys and mental health awareness, it's pretty limited and the funding matches that. And so we're on a push and a call to action, especially as we look at communities like mine who have lost five boys in the last 20 days and one girl. That is crazy uh, and alarming. And parents, uh, there's probably not one of those parents that said, oh, yeah, I saw that coming. Absolutely. And and I will point out with those students, I I personally call them the invisibles because they are student athletes. They're active in their social group. They have friends. These are not students that are being bullied and that are, you know, what we call outliers that are really, you know, trying to connect. These are really active kids with good parents from good homes and good schools that are not finding the connection to care that they need in the community, at their schools and in their homes. Uh, you're also going to have another keynote speaker at this conference coming up in September, uh, Rosalind. Uh, tell me about her. She wrote um, several books, the latest being Queen Bees and Wannabes and Masterminds and Wingmen. She's mm. my number one go-to on social justice for children, and not in the political way, but the social abyss of walking into a school and figuring out Who's got the social power here? How do I meander through different types of groups of kids? And how do I learn how to self-advocate for myself and others while interfacing as a human being with all types of different kids? And all kids are wired differently. And uh, one of the things, again, I am the safest of all because not having children, I can sit and comment uh, <laughs> without consequence uh, from uh, from the side. But uh, Kids, one, two, three, four, none of them have the same personality, or rarely. And chances are they're not going to have your personality either. So Absolutely. you think as a parent, oh, well, this is this is how I would do it. Might not work. Yeah, and, you know, in schools for the last 15, 20 years at least, we've been calling kids at risk. Everybody is at risk and at potential. Hmm. I have twin girls fraternal twins they are exact opposites they they both live in really? my household with two other sisters every single one of the four is completely different certainly have similar strengths in certain areas but all four of them are a petri dish experiment hmm. the uh, conference you have coming up the learning minds of boys and girls uh talk to the parents now that you know you know are going to benefit from this weekend Every parent can okay. benefit. Um, our keynotes, Dr. Michael Gurian, Rosalind Wiseman, two different approaches. One, a neuroscience, nature, nurture, culture background, talking about how best to support your kids. And Rosalind really talking about what is bullying? What is harassment? What are your one-liners and, and boots-on-the-ground support to your kids when they come home with typical conflicts? We often respond with one-liners that have no meat behind them. Mm -hmm. She gives immediate and practical strategies, as does Dr. Gurian. And there will be a track for teachers and educators and a track for parents. So all of the topics are hot topics, communicating with your kid, coping skills and resiliency, academics, how to support them. So it's a holistic approach to the child. We haven't talked about educators yet, and I had forgotten that part. I had, uh, I'm on the prayer team at our church, and this past Sunday, I was so incredibly blessed. 
had a teacher come forward with a list of her kids. The first name mm -hmm. of all, he said, would you pray for all my kids mm -hmm. for this? Oh, my gosh. I was mm -hmm. in tears. I'm almost in tears now. Mm -hmm. uh, talk to the teachers just a little bit about why this is going to be beneficial to them. I think just the tandem approach of not only the keynotes, but the breakouts and the experts that we have are talking about how do you welcome boy energy in the classroom? How do you work, welcome girl energy? And as a collective group, what is the climate and culture of our school and our classroom? And Dr. Gurian, he will change the way you approach classroom management, how you look at these brains and how you bring joy back into your teaching instead of exhaustion. When I talked about my uh, schooling background, you you made a comment that made me smile. Your energy was not welcome in the classroom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a problem, and it's a challenge. I can't imagine uh, how hard it is for teachers. Uh, give the details where they can go to find out more and get registered for this conference. Sure, gurianinstitute.com, G-U-R-I-A-N institute, all one word, dot com. Registration, hotel, and materials are located there. All right, Katie, thank you so much. And I, I'm really looking forward to finding out more. And uh, this is, uh, it takes more than a village to raise a child. You know, the, the, the famous saying from uh, Hillary Clinton, but it is true. We do need to uh, expand on each other's resources and learn and uh, be better together. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. For questions or comments, please email tom at faithtalk1360.com. That's tom at faithtalk1360.com.